0: Hello, I'm Snekdha from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today's Friday, the 24th of January. The Election Commission has asked Twitter to take down BJP Delhi Assembly candidate Kapil Mishra's tweet, in which he called the February 8th elections in Delhi a contest between India and Pakistan. The election commission's action came after the office of the Delhi Chief Electoral Officer wrote to the election commission to remove the tweet posted by Mishra on Thursday. Asking why no action should be taken against him, the EC had also issued a show cause notice to Mishra. In his response to the notice, Kapil Mishra alleged that his comments had been taken out of context and misinterpreted intentionally to paint a one-sided picture to stoke differences. He said that his statement must be seen in the context of Pakistan's attempt at sending their proxies to take undue advantage of the existing law and order situation in Delhi. In a series of tweets on Thursday, Mishra, in reference to the Shaheen Bagh protest against the Citizenship Amendment Act, said, and I quote, Pakistan has made its entry in Shaheen Bagh. Many, many Pakistans are being formed in Delhi. Indian law is not being followed in Shaheen Bagh, Chand Bagh and Indralok. Pakistani writers have taken over Delhi's roads. Unquote. While defending himself, Mishra had also said that the protesters in Shaheen Bagh are neither in his constituency nor are they his voters. Therefore, his statement will have no impact on them. He reiterated in his reply to the notice served to him that he stands by his statement because he had not said anything wrong and that speaking the truth is not a crime in this country. Talking of Shaheen Bagh, stay tuned for the upcoming episode of TV Nuisance with Manisha. I can't divulge any more details, but I'll give you a hint. It wasn't shot in the News Laundry studio. Maharashtra's Home Minister, Anil Deshmukh, has said that the phones of non-BJP leaders in the state were tapped during the Maharashtra Assembly elections. Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut has said that a senior BJP minister of the previous government had also warned him about the same. Raut claims that he told the BJP leader that whoever wants to listen to his conversations is free to do so and that he's a disciple of Bala Sahib Thakre, so he doesn't do anything secretly. After the allegations surfaced, the Home Department under Uddhav Thakre's government has ordered a probe into the charges. Reports say that the phones of leaders such as NCP Chief Sharad Pawar and Uddhav Thakre were also being tapped apart from that of Sanjay Rawat. The phone tapping went on even after the elections were over, when the negotiations between parties went on for months before NCP, Shiv Sena and Congress finally entered a coalition. Meanwhile, BJP leader and ex-Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis denied the allegations, saying phone tapping is not a part of the state's political culture. However, he said, if the government wants to do an investigation, they are free to go ahead. In a letter to the Maharashtra government, NCP Chief Sharad Bawar sought the creation of a special investigation team to probe the Bhima Koregaon cases. It was only yesterday when Maharashtra Home Minister and NCP leader Anil Deshmukh said that the government would decide whether to drop the cases or set up an SIT within a week. Sharad Bawar, in his letter, said officers involved in the framing of people in the case need to be suspended. He alleged misuse of power by the Pune police while investigating the case. Maharashtra's Deputy Chief Minister Ajit Pawar and Anil Deshmukh were briefed about the case for over two hours by officers of the Pune police. Ajit Pawar has also told the Pune police that a letter recovered from Delhi-based activist Rona Wilson last year that allegedly showed a plot to assassinate the Prime Minister Narendra Modi seemed to be a spoof obtained from suspicious sources. The minister said that the police have been asked for documents and evidence for the arrests made by them. Do read News Laundry's report from 2018 about what really sparked the Bhima Koregao violence. In case you want to know more about the case, we have a bunch of reports and opinion pieces on the entire issue, including the arrest of activists, many of whom are still in jail. To read more of such ground reports, please do subscribe to Newslaundry because we are an independent news platform, 100% free of ads. Go to www.newslaundry.com and click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. At a time when the protests against the contentious citizenship law have rocked the nation, the Kodagu police in Karnataka carried out an extensive document verification exercise of migrant workers living in the district yesterday. Thousands of workers, mostly employed in the district's coffee plantations, were taken to three centres in Madikeri, Virajpet, and Kushalnagar. The order to carry out the operation was issued by the superintendent of police. Directions were also issued to plantation owners. Workers were brought to the police stations and taken to processing centres where the police conducted both online and offline identity verification. The workers were mostly from Assam and West Bengal. They were scrutinised based on their Aadhaar cards, permanent account number card or PAN card and voter IDs. The SP said that the identity proof of more than 5,000 migrant workers was examined, and around 500 did not possess the required documents. So the estate owners, where they work, have been asked to collect their original documents. They have also been instructed not to send back these unverified workers. The SP also insisted that the exercise had nothing to do with the CAA or NRC, and that it was only carried out to control the crime rate in the district. Two people who returned to Mumbai from China were kept under medical observation for possible exposure to the mysterious virus outbreak that originated in the Chinese city of Wuhan. The two have been kept in an isolation ward at Kasturba Hospital and their blood samples have also been collected to check for the new strain of coronavirus. At least 1,739 passengers flying in from China have been screened at the Mumbai airport. At least six of these passengers came from areas affected by the coronavirus in China. Of them, the two who were kept in an isolation ward showed mild cough and cold symptoms. Meanwhile, Chinese authorities have imposed strict travel restrictions on five cities, including Wuhan. Experts said that the size of the lockdown, which affects roughly 20 million people, was unprecedented. The World Health Organization, however, decided not to declare a global health emergency yet. So far, the virus has killed at least 18 and sickened more than 600 people. The International Court of Justice has ruled that Myanmar must take all measures within its power to protect Rohingya Muslims. The Rohingyas have been killed and driven out from their homes in what Myanmar critics call a campaign of genocide. The court said that the Rohingyas faced a real and imminent risk as it put Myanmar under judicial oversight. The move essentially rejected the defences offered by the country's civilian leader, Aung San Suu Kyi. Some observers have noted that because the court did not outline specific steps and does not have enforcement power, it would take more action to actually protect the ethnic minority group. The director of a human rights group said that the chances of Aung San Suu Kyi implementing this ruling will be zero unless significant international pressure is applied. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Do read Ayush's ground report from Shaheen Bagh from the day Bheem Army Chief Chandrasekhar Azad visited the area. In his moving speech, Azad spoke about police brutality, Narendra Modi, Amit Shah and how women will lead the country. Also, don't miss out the first two parts of Vivek Call's exclusive budget series for newslaundry. And that reminds me, dear listeners, that this series is powered by our readers and to read the rest of it, you need to help us out. To become a proud member of the Independent Media Squad, go to www.newslaundry.com SENA and find the Budget with Vivek Call project and contribute. If you cannot pay through the website, you can also send us money via PayPal at paypal.me slash newslaundry. Thanks in advance. Well, that's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.